Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I go back and forth, back and forth to the bathroom about five times. And on the fifth time, um, I pushed really, really hard. And it literally felt like all of the organs in my body just fell out. And obviously, I come to and I realize that I've had a baby in the toilet. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Happy coronation. Well, happy coronation. Happy King Day. God save the king. Oh, shit, it is. It is indeed. Oh, shit. And I sounded suitably British there, didn't I? Oh, I sounded shit. like Hugh Grant. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is, it is, it is Coronation Day. I'm loving Hugh Grant's, like, era at the moment. I don't even know. It's just like, I mean, obviously no woman would be able to get away with his, like, cantankerous like old man yeah. feel, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, that interview with Ashley Graham. Was it Ashley Graham on the Gra- Grammy's red carpet? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, it was brutal. He was so horrible. She was trying to interview him and he was just like completely taking the piss. He was giving her absolutely nothing. Oh, he was God. Just, I, I can't even remember it because it's a while ago now, but you've got to look it up. He was just so rude and she was so pained and the whole thing was so painful. And I was like, I like you, but you're a bit of a dick. I don't like this. Oh, he's clearly... Clearly a massive dick, but yeah, something about he'll him. He'll always right? have my heart. He'll yeah, always, yeah, he's just four weddings in a funeral, like yeah, like that about that a boy, fl- floppy head scoundrel, the bumbling British chap, the bum, the bumbling British, and yeah, this has been the weekend of celebrating the bumbling Brits, bumbling Brits, yes, B- bumbling Brits, bumbling Brits, yeah. I have a good hit me, uh, and I was gonna, I was gonna wait to tell you about this until we recorded, but I obviously couldn't help myself. So unfortunately, you do already know. But <laughs> I have finished my first ever book for the first time in like probably about ten years. Not even joking. I honestly. Cover to cover. It's so good that I'll celebrate it twice. I'm going to give you the same reaction I gave you the first time. I am so proud of you. Oh my God. So I messaged Em from the airport and I was like, I'm going to WH Smith. What's a good book recommendation for someone? You know, I, I don't, I can't, I need something that's going to like ease me into reading again. So you suggested Verity by Colleen Hoover. So I started it thinking this is just going to go the same as every other book I try and read. I'm going to read a few pages and then be like, oh, this is painful. No, no. I was absolutely hooked like about three pages in I knew I wasn't going to put it down and I zoomed through it and I've realized you were right it's because I own all I try and read is non-fiction and it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't it doesn't capture my attention therefore I don't continue to read it I'd like to isn't it a brilliant book 
Oh, it's so good. It's brilliant. so good. It's so brilliant. good. Yeah. Oh, Colleen is going to change your life. You're right. Like I, I'm right. We're right. Fiction is where it's at. You need captivating yes. storylines. I've got, can I, oh, I've got such a big list for you now. I'm so excited. I am so excited. I can't, but so the other ones that you suggested, I couldn't find. So I was like, Marianne Keys. I saw Marianne Keys. Like I've heard of her loads. I'll buy something of hers. So I bought yeah. again, again, Rachel or Rachel again. And I showed that to you and you're like, ah, it's a sequel. So I haven't been able to but you'll love it. annoyingly. You'll love it. But you'll I will love it. I'll, I will love it. Yeah. So yeah, so this is the new me. Amazing. Anything bad? Well, yeah, anything bad? Anything awkward? N- no, I don't have anything bad, but I have about 20 awkward. So I'll let you, what, what's your good? My good, um, not actually, it's not great, but it's good in terms of the greater good. Um, okay. I'm In about an hour and a half, I'm going for my first smear since having a bebe. Well done. Excellent. Thank you so much. And the good is that I booked it because it's me (laughs) so I booked it I've not quite gone to it yet but I'm on the way I'm going in two hours and I'm really excited to take care of my gynecological health because it's gynecological cancer awareness month it is it is um yeah that's obviously I work with the Eva Peel and I'm really passionate about it about raising awareness for it so this is your reminder if you're listening and you are also due a smear test book it it'll be over before you know it and it might just save your life so yeah. woo smear test in the grand scheme of things it's nothing fun story I tried to go for my smear test last year and I got rejected oh, is it that bad I got <laughs> we are I'm not touching that <laughs> we see all kinds here. we see all sorts but this this is just too far that take yeah. it away walk it we out the door we are not paid enough for this shit <laughs> um no so i got a text saying you're due your smear test this is in september last year you're due your smear test book it book the appointment so i booked the appointment with a nurse to go to the smear test arrived there and they were like no your smear test isn't due till next year i was like well you sent me a text telling me so can you just do my smear test and they were like no sorry we can't do it until next year so So you do one now quite rude so september i've got to wait till september I don't know if okay. they just got the years. Stop- I'm going to be anyway. leaning on you. I, I don't I don't mind it. You see, I'm I I don't like I don't I don't mind it at all. I don't know. It's matter. I've I've never had a had like an issue with it. I'm fairly nice piece of intimacy it. for you. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> any awkward? Any any one of your awkward's, please. Okay, I've written them all down because I have such a big list. I'm just going to absolutely barrel through them. Right. Uh, we did a sh- so I'm in I'm in ter- I'm in Tenerife as we speak. Um, and yes, we did a shoot are. out here for Light London for the new collection, and we went to the beach, and I had to change outfit like seven times. And the first time I changed, Dave did that you know the thing you used to do where you were a kid where your parents would put the towel around you, yes, and then you just like slip off and like slip into your knickers or whatever. So Dave's holding the towel around me and it's a big towel and he's a big man. You know, he's got a big arm span. So I'm fine. I'm completely covered, right? Until I'm not. Dave drops the towel. And the bikini that I... The, so I've got no pants on. Absolutely not, nothing on my, on my, on my bottom half. The, in the top, the bikini is sitting like above the boobs. You know, you know and it's oh. just like... So this isn't even like... This isn't even sexy naked. It's not like, a, ooh, I'm, no. I'm naked. It's like... This is obscene. This is obscene. <laughs> so you know when like the, the bikini comes up and it's like above your boobs and it's like pushing down on them and they're just like, eh. Yeah, lazy eyes. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, never thought about it like that. But yeah, <laughs> um, so that I was furious at him for that. Um, we were at the breakfast buffet at the hotel and I sat down at the wrong table for breakfast. Didn't notice until no, the other person no, came to sit no, down. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> and no. Dave was just watching me pissing, like pissing himself. And I was like, fuck you. You could have said something. So that was fun. The day, the, the, there's loads of glass around this hotel, which surprisingly has proved okay for me, but not for Dave. He's walked into he he walked into a big piece of glass at a restaurant, um, <laughs> thinking that it was it was clear. So shame on him, shame. How embarrassing. Um, okay, that's it. I'm 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 done. I'm I've done. enjoyed all Basically. of those. I wish you'd kept going for days. I'm enjoying your holiday though. Brits abroad. <laughs> There, there's more but like it's it's a lot it's a lot when i'm sad i'm gonna picture dave walking into glass i don't know why i don't know why maybe it's because he's big <laughs> maybe it's because he's quiet maybe it's just because he's dave uh, exactly when i do it it's kind of expected and it's like oh there she goes again there she but goes. With David, it's extra embarrassing you it's know? huge yeah no yeah and yeah, he's, so he's like and he can't, yeah, he's not gonna laugh it off is he no he's just gonna no, stand there no. and just die <laughs> I just bright red and just full of shame. Oh, shame. I love it. I live for that. <laughs> um, my awkward, I went to my wonderful friend's wedding on Saturday. It was Arlo's first wedding. It was her godfather's wedding. Yes. It was so nice. And Aww. she was amazing. We were in the ceremony. There were only 30 people there. Now, interesting fact, we were told we could take photos during the ceremony, but we couldn't take videos because the church have had quite a lot of, if, quite a lot of issues with copyright recently. It's like, who? Who was copywriting these hymns? Like, what? It's like... What? I know, really weird. Anyway, that was an aside that made me laugh. So, but it was like, obviously it was a Catholic wedding and they were in a church and it was lovely. And... Arlo, I was just like willing her to be cool. I was like, please be cool, please be cool, please oh, be cool. No. Like, just don't cry, don't shit yourself because they're loud. <laughs> just if you can, can we just have you on mute for like it's only a half and forty minute ceremony? Like, you can do this, and she did do it. She did so well. Okay, everything well done, Arlo. was perfect until the vows. And then I was wearing a pretty dress that was completely see through, and because I am bigger now than I have been, I. Uh, I'm 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 new to Chubra, but I don't love it. But I'm getting used to it with my thighs. My thighs right. are my thighs are my thighs are rubbing. Right, my thighs are chafing. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm putting shorts on. It's a hot day. I'm putting shorts on. Yeah, so I put cycling shorts on. They rode up. <laughs> so I was in the church and I was like, God, they've rode up. So I went to try and unplug them because they've gone right the way up. And as I did, silence in the church, and there was just. Mm. Ping of fabric <laughs> hitting my leg. It was like Alex looked at me as an usher and he just looked at me with such a disappointed, like, had to be you. Really? Um... Really? It, like, obviously, and no one else would know that I was short. It could have been like pulling a G-string. It could have been like the twang, you know what I mean? Like a, it was, it was fabric hitting skin. It was, there was no other sound that could have been other than fa- fabric to skin. And I don't know why I chose that. Why couldn't I do that during a hymn? I don't know, but I'm just glad. I thought you were going to say you like dropped Arlo trying to like move your shorts or something. Oh no, no, no! I got quite scared. No, 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 okay, no, no, no! I just, okay. I just shouldn't have done. embarrass yourself. Just embarrass myself. Yeah. Um, the best thing for Chub Rub, I, th- I think is um, it's called Mega Babe Rescue, Rescue, Rescue by Me- Mega Babe. I think that's it. Okay. But it's like a bomb that you um. Like rub on, perfect. Rub on. You know, it's a balm that you yeah. apply. Basically. Yeah, apply. Yeah. Nice. Okay, sold. Yeah, I'm totally there yeah. for that. I oh man, just uh, yeah. I it's it's hot. It's it's the sun. I mean, it's, it's actually hot. thunder and lightning right now as we speak. 
lightning just flashed. Oh, I love that. Love that. I had a specific bad. Can't remember what it is. Yes. Um, so I'm going to give you, in part, another good, which is that I've started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But I guess, <gasps> I know, we'll talk about it another time. It's, let's save it for it. Is it just me? But... Uh-huh. My bad, I think, has to be the fact that we're recording this on a Friday. You know what that means? You know what's tomorrow? Saturday. Street party. Oh! Oh we're my god, going. are you going? We're going. Are you? We're going. We're going. Oh shit. We're going. Oh no. Actually, how long? Well. You need to get out. I've got to get out. I'm going to okay. another street party in Crystal Palace. I'm going to a friend's street party. So then I can go and hang out with her neighbours because it's much lower risk. So I'm going to pop into ours and then go to hers. I'm a a street party swinger. I was about to say you're a street party whoer you are. I know. Little hussy. I am doing the rounds. I'm going to be on everybody's street. I'm doubling down. It's actually not tomorrow. It's on Sunday. I don't want to go to the one with my neighbours. So I'll go to my friend's one with her neighbours. It's just high risk, Al. Because what if... It is high risk. Like, you just... High risk, high reward, though. Yes, because our actual direct neighbour, I've recently got to chatting to. She's so nice. Yeah. She's so we're friends. Aww. I'd go so far. No, we're not friends. That would be really. She won't, doesn't want to be my friend. But we get on. And but Anala's a big attraction on the street. But big. I know? bet. So we're hot property right now. But you just got to be careful because you just. Yeah. It's just t- it's just tough. It's just tough because if you don't like you someone, don't... you've got to keep living with them. So it's best to be just acquainted. I agree. Get in and get out. Pass Arlo around. No. Well, yeah, okay. I don't know. What do you do? I don't know. What's everyone going to talk about? Yeah, because people will be like, oh, can I hold the baby? Yeah, they would be like, yeah, they can. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to pop him and have a bath if you could just hold on to her for an hour or so. Um, do you have anything tell them you've got to go you're going to go home and masturbate do you mind holding the baby for a while (laughs) I didn't even know the context of that but okay that was that wasn't random it was following on from our um, oh my god talk about the group text my bad is worse my bad is not the street party my bad I had a dream Al that we got Susie Wolf to come on the podcast and she wouldn't come on because of all the stuff we'd talked about about her husband I'm not surprised she was like I'm no I can't you're a, fucking, you're, a pair, you're a pair of perverts you've been lusting on my are. husband and I hate you <laughs> she was really in my dream she was really like are you kidding why would why like after all you, all that you've done I was like I'm She's sorry got a point. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> um, anything else bad anything oh, really bad, bad? no my bad were just my awkwards all put in together. Fair enough. I'm so happy that you're having a lovely time in Tenerife. I am. I am. It's lovely. I am not looking forward to coming back next week. But we do have a studio day, so that'll be fun. Yay! Yay! I said to Dave, I need to... Because you know, like, back in the old days when you had an office and when you went away, you'd have to, like, you'd get sweets or, like, the local kind of delicacy. Like, not delicacy, but, like, chocolate. Yeah. Of where you'd been to take back to the office. And I was like... I would love a fridge if you magnet. want one. I would love if you one. Want one. I would literally love one okay. so much. I want okay. the worst okay. one you can find. I want the ugliest, tackiest. Yes. I want the, literally yes. the ugliest fridge. That's what we're doing. That's what we're collecting ugly fridge magnets. Okay, I'll get you one. Maybe one with like boobs on. Yes, I've already got one with boobs on. More boobs would be great. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there more go. boobs. Or I'm, a on dick. The, I'm on the hunt. Thanks. Or a dick. Or yeah, a I've dick. seen a few dicks. I want a dick yeah. on my fridge. There you go. Thank you, Nikki. Well, without further ado, we have an episode for you. This episode is fascinating. This interview was fascinating. I think Em and I spent most of it with our jaws literally on the floor. I haven't we picked mine back up smacked. yet. 
gobsmacked. I've told everyone that I've spoken to since. Me too. I've been like, oh, you need to hear this story. Or whenever anyone's like, well, how's the podcast? I'm like, oh, I need to tell you this story. (laughs) Um, So it's really, really interesting. And also so beautiful and like happy and uplifting and just... I don't know, like, you know, I'm not very like this, but I was just, I felt very like, oh, things working out as they should after after this interview. So there you go. I love that you're not really like that. <laughs> no, yeah, something's worked out that. as it should. I don't really <laughs> like that. It's not really my vibe. I kind of like it when everything's on fire and everybody's crying. No, I said I'm not like that. <laughs> not that I don't like it. I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm also a miserable witch. But it was really, really interesting. So without further ado, here is Marla. Enjoy. Hi, Marla. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm really excited to hear your story. It's a it's a fascinating story. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I came across it on TikTok and I was like, oh my God. We need to we need to talk to this woman. Like we need to talk to her because this is just mad. I'd love to jump right in and hear you tell this story in your own words, if that's okay. Talk us through it. Okay, so um, I guess I'll start from the beginning. So according to doctors, I was forty weeks when I had my son Atlas. So that means I would have gotten pregnant last May, and um, I you know obviously was not aware that I was pregnant. I um. Went to two music festivals during this time, about nine concerts, um, just kept on living my life. Um, I had a period the entire time. Um, In the month of August, I missed my period. And so that's the one month that I missed. And I took a pregnancy test and the pregnancy test was negative. So then I just kept, you know, right on going or whatever. And then uh, my period came back in September And then around like January, I started having some really bad hip pains and some GI issues, but they were all just kind of chalked up to pre-existing conditions. Um, I had done sports, been a cheerleader when I was younger, so I already had bad hips that popped and cracked. And GI, I don't have a gallbladder, so that was just, you know, assumed that it was part of, you know, the me having acid reflux and things from that. So um, go on until um, the night before I had Atlas, which would be um, February the 26th. I started having like really, really bad pain and I was home alone. That, this was this year. Yes, this just happened. My baby's eight weeks old today. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Can I just, for context, we had a baby at the same time. I had my, ba- oh, my first yeah. baby in February as well. Oh, that's awesome. And I can't, so congratulations, but I cannot believe that you, this has just happened to you. Yes. I'm so sorry. I thought this was like, like no. a couple of years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, this oh my just God. happened. Okay, so, <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is so exciting. So, <laughs> yeah, this is mad. So February 26th this year, like eight weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yes. You were sorry. Carry on. I just I had I I got I got excited. <laughs> okay, so um, that night I'm at home. I'm having some really bad pain. Um, my sister comes over and she's like, "You need to go to the hospital. Like something's not right with you." And, you know, I'd already been like to doctors, chiropractors, and I start Googling like bone cancer and all kinds of crazy stuff because I just think that I'm just dying at this point because I can't get an explanation as to what's 
wrong with me. And like I said, I look the same as I look right now. My stomach was squishy. So uh, that night I would not go to the hospital. Fast forward to the next day, I wasn't able to go to work that day. And I was actually packed and ready to go to a four-day camping music festival in Florida. And I was going to leave the following day, which would have been um, March 1st. But I actually went into labor that night. Um so um, the next day, whenever I'm at home, I start thinking that I'm constipated. And it's hurting like bad. So I tell my dad, I'm like, hey, can you go and get me laxatives? Like I've got to I've got to do something like I'm going to this festival and I am in so much pain, like I can't stand it. So I go back and forth, back and forth to the bathroom about five times. And on the fifth time, um, I pushed really, really hard. And it literally felt like all of the organs in my body just fell out at once. I was like, oh, oh my God, shit, I'm dead. I, I died. This is how I died. It's never been heard of. This is how I died. And then obviously I come to, that's just like a joke. But I come to and I realize that I've had a baby in the toilet. So my dad's at oh home. Oh my God. So, yes. And so I look down and like, he's not crying or anything. And so I look down and he's just looking back up at me like, Hey mom, what's up? Like, you're going to get me out of here. Like, what are you doing? Cause the water was just up to like the bottom of his little nose, like right here. So he was still able to breathe. So I screamed for my dad. My dad comes running in and he helps me get the baby out of the toilet. And I'm so like, just like out of it at this time. I'm just, I don't even think to ask what the sex of the baby is or anything. And then my dad's like, well, it's a boy in case you want to know. And he's still attached to me at this time. And uh, I'm just like, oh my God. So we call 911. And when we get on the phone with 911, they're like, okay, um, Marla needs to get in the floor, get blankets, let her hold the baby. You go get um, blankets and stuff for them. So I get in the floor and they're like, okay, well, you need to clip her umbilical cord off. And they wanted him, well, they wanted him to tie it with a string. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable tying it with a string. So I'm just going to use a clip, like a binder clip, like something you clip like a bag of like potato chips closed with is what he clipped my <laughs> umbilical cord with until the EMTs got there. I'm just in the floor, like literally like spread eagle with my dad right there and a baby. And this is like, I didn't even I couldn't even process what was going on at that time because I never thought that I was going to be a parent. That was just never, never something that had ever even crossed my mind being 34 years old and never even like having a pregnancy scare. You know, I was just like, oh, you know, I just never had thought about it. So we um, we continue to sit there on the floor and it takes about 20 minutes for EMTs to get there. The EMTs get there and like just this calm came over me. And my dad describes it as like that I literally just began to look like a new person, like I was talking different. It's almost like I died that night and gave birth to a new me when I had Atlas that night. I mean, it really is. It's like night and day of the human that I am now versus who I was five minutes before this occurred. And so they get us to the hospital and um, that night after like everything calms down, they get him cleaned off. Um, they had to push my placenta out of me. So I had to ride to the hospital like with the umbilical cord still like it. they had detached it, but it was still like there. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I going to name this baby? Because his name is just baby boy McIntyre at this point. I had never thought of baby names or anything like that. 
So I text my best friend and I'm like, you need to send me a list of baby names. Like, I just, I don't know, you know, what I'm going to name this baby. I don't know anything. So she sends me a list of names and Atlas was the first name on that list. And Atlas is in mythology, the Greek God that carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. So the name symbolizes strength and endurance, which was perfect for my son after everything that, you know, we had been through and, um, so that's how I named him. And then um, by the next day, my friends had all because I didn't have anything for a baby, like nothing, obviously. So um, the next day, um, all my friends and family, they like band together and completely furnish his nursery for me. And oh, I have wow. like clothes through. Yeah, I have clothes through like 40 now, I think, um, like a whole wall of diapers. Like it's really been amazing what people did for us to help us because it was such a such a life changing, crazy thing, you know, because these people had just seen me a couple of days before. And then all of a sudden I put on my Snapchat, actually, a picture of me and the baby. And all of my friends are going on these group calls and they're like, is she photoshopping this? Is this fake? Like, what the hell is this? Like, no one believed it. No one. And so everybody's trying to figure out, is it real? Is it fake? Is it real? Is it fake? Well, it was definitely real. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like the the version is what happened. <laughs> I have so many questions. I, I honestly, oh my God. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, do I'm you great. feel, yeah, Atlas you feel great. right? I feel the best that I've felt literally in 20 years. And that's no lie since I was in high school. Do you? Like I had that baby. I don't have to take, I was on acid reflux medication for 11 years before I had Atlas. I don't take any medication anymore. Like it's like he just cured everything that's ever been wrong with me. Oh. He's literally a miracle in every sense of the word. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! I mean, I I have so many questions, but like I I just I'm just like you describing that night. I cannot imagine. It feels to me like that's too much shock for a human to actually take. <laughs> like that is just too much shock. How can how can you can you? even I process mean, it that. was like just as soon as I saw him I just knew that I I had to I had to be a mom it was just like something just clicked and I was just like okay we're doing this I didn't have any time to overthink it or anything like that it was just like hop into you know to survival mode pretty much because like I said we didn't know anything about the baby nothing and I guess you didn't have a choice until we got to the hospital. Yeah. So my sister even said, cause like when I'm in the floor um, with talking to the EMTs, I looked up at my dad and I'm like, dad, you might want to call Lacey, which is my sister. And Lacey said she could hear me in the background on the phone. And she said, Marla, I've never heard you be so calm before when you were talking to those EMTs. She's like something that I've always been a high anxiety, like very like stressed out person. And yeah. it's like all that just like washed away in that moment. Wow. Because I didn't have any time for it to be anything else. It was, you know, just making sure that the baby was okay and that I was going to be okay. Do you feel that you were robbed of anything in that you kind of missed your own pregnancy? Do you feel like you, you lost, you, you missed out on something? Um, it's really crazy because I actually had two friends that I went through my pregnancy with that were also pregnant at the same time. So I'm here doing baby showers and all this stuff for them and like watching their bellies grow and everything. And one of my friends actually gave birth almost exactly a month before me. And I look at pictures of us from the entire pregnancies and like you can watch her baby and like you don't see anything on me. I just look by the end of it. I look like I was like bloated from my period, which I thought that 
I was having the whole time. And so, I mean, I do in a sense, like, I guess, but also I know that me thinking that I didn't want to be a mom, I probably would have overthought the whole thing so bad that it might not have been as pleasant of an experience as I got because giving birth and being pregnant were the two things that scared me about motherhood, not actually being a mom. So it was kind of like the universe was just like, you know what? I got you. Like you need this baby. We're going to make sure that you have it. And so that's what happened. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you want to become a mom? Like, were you trying? Was it something that was on your radar or literally not at all? No, not a thought in the world about it. Like when I missed that period in August, I took a pregnancy test and I was like, there's no way. And then it came up negative. So then I just kept on going about my life. I had never, it had never even crossed my mind other than that one time. And then I just pushed it to the back because Tess said no. And you were at music festivals. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to camping music festivals. I went to nine concerts. I was getting ready to go 10 hours away to one the day after he was born. So I could wound up having him on the side of the interstate or in a porta potty, even worse. I mean, so it just all could have went so differently. And it's like everything just lined up the exact way it was supposed to happen because I was by myself the night before, too. And being 20 minutes away from the hospital, you know, I don't know what I would have done if I'd have been there by myself. It was crazy having my dad be my midwife. I bet he was not expecting that when he was. No, (laughs) and he thought he was never going to be a grandfather. Wow. Yeah, and he, Atlas was actually born 30 minutes before his birthday. Oh. So he got, yeah, so he got his first grandchild as his birthday gift for his 67th birthday. And probably the biggest surprise of his whole life. Oh my God. (laughs) Like he still is just like, I just can't even like, (laughs) can't even taste it. Which everyone that knows me is like, even last night I had the baby at a cookout at one of my friend's houses and they were like, this is just so bizarre. They're like, we always knew you would make a good mom. We just knew you didn't want that. So it's so crazy seeing me just like all in like, mom mode like the mom earrings and t-shirt all the stuff that I said I'd never do and now like I'm soaking every bit of that shit up you know what I mean like I just love <laughs> it so much it's something practical that I'm thinking about is how come you got your period I don't know do the doctors not know no they have no explanation for it but apparently like that is something that happens because I did have people along the way telling me that they this is not the first time they had seen this and it does happen but usually the mothers make it to maybe like seven, eight months, and then they figure it out. It's very, very rare that it goes all the way until birth. Marla, I honestly, maybe it's because I have just been pregnant. I was so big. 
how did you hide? Mm. Like, where did it go? <laughs> Do they have any explanation for like where the baby sat? Because I'm a small girl. I'm five foot tall. So like when I hold Atlas now, he's literally my whole torso. So like, that's my question <laughs> is like, tall. where, where did he fit in at? Yeah. Where did he fit? I can't understand it. <laughs> that's me too. They think that because I was having that hip pain is that he was in the back, like yeah. sitting on my hip. But still, I'm a small enough girl that like you would have figured like you would have seen something. But like everybody just thought that I was eating too much DoorDash, which that's what I thought, too. I was you know, it's say, like some of this stuff makes sense now. Yeah. But like I never had like a belly you would think of with pregnancy ever. Like, I mean, it was just like I was bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Did you put on yeah. weight anywhere else? Like I've put on weight like everywhere no I lost weight during my pregnancy I'm so confused in just the last like two months of my pregnancy I lost 11 pounds it's so crazy because it's not just like one thing it's not it's not just like you didn't have your period you know which in itself is crazy but it's like you didn't have your period like he was in the back so you barely had a belly like you didn't put on weight like how how would you know you were pregnant you know yeah I mean it's not you know it's not something you would keep thinking about if there's literally nothing that's pointing directly to that everything had an explanation did you feel him at all did it feel like something feels weird in my Mm -hmm. tummy no nothing no kicking and they explain that as like you know sometimes moms feel it it feels similar to like gas bubbles or something and so since I have bad reflux if I did ever feel it I didn't think it was that so I, I don't have any memories of feeling something that felt like a kick or a movement or anything like that. Like just, I already had bad stomach issues anyways. So just my regular stuff that I normally felt. That is my full shock. We're jumping around a bit here, but okay. First of all, when you actually gave birth to him, that must've been terrifying because, because from this I've never been through labor but it doesn't sound fun it sounds it sounds horrendous and it like takes over your whole body and you didn't know that you were in labor so that must have been terrifying you must have been thinking well you said like I, I thought I was dying it must have felt like that oh it did and then when he actually came like I can only describe it as feeling like every organ in my body like even like my esophagus it felt like it all just fell out of me at one time but it was also such a relief because I had been in this unexplained pain so like I felt so good afterwards. Like I was up walking around that same night. They looked like they couldn't get me to sit down at the hospital because I just felt so good because I guess because I knew I wasn't dying anymore. Like honestly. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it was a relief. Yeah. <laughs> that because contractions as well, if you don't know that they're contractions, at to have such pain at such regular intervals must have been horrible because it's not even like a constant pain it's like pain gone pain gone pain gone Mm -hmm. looking back at it now it completely makes sense and I actually had made the comment to my sister I was like I swear to god like I would think I was having a baby if like I didn't know (laughs) that I wasn't pregnant I made that comment and then literally like two hours later had a baby but like I just thought because I couldn't it felt like having to go to the bathroom really really bad too I mean obviously it had to have been worse but it's kind of crazy because like after I gave birth it's like I can't really remember clearly how bad that pain was like I know it was bad but like it that part is such a blur because it was all so much to process at once it's like that's not what I guess is still in the forefront of my mind after it happening so I don't remember how bad it actually was I know it was bad but I don't know how bad it was. 
the world does that, like nature does that kind thing. Yeah. Where it like lets a woman forget how awful <laughs> childbirth is so that she might be tempted to do it again one day. Well, my dad and my sister, like they were planning on sending me to the hospital that night, like whether I liked it or not, because my dad said I was screaming out in pain every little bit. And like he thought something was bad, bad, wrong with me too. But still, none of us thought contractions because, like I said, why would you think that if there's nothing? leading you to believe that you know what I mean yeah. you think there's no chance you could be pregnant I, I think I read that you'd seen doctors hadn't you in mm-hmm, yeah yeah who had d- not picked up well on... no because I didn't have to have any blood work or anything done and so it was just kind of like it was there any chance you could be pregnant I said no and we just kept right on going because yeah. we thought we were dealing with GI issues because that I had had that you know for the last like 11 years that moment when you saw him in the toilet which I still think is is just like too much for a human to take. Do you remember it? Did you black out at all? Or did you just, I mean, you said you had this like sense of calm. Do you remember it very clearly? Is it all quite vivid to you? Oh, that part is where it be- becomes less clear after that moment. But that moment of looking down and seeing a baby, like literally looking back up at me, like... <laughs> It was the most beautiful and like what the fuck moment of my life. Like at the same time, you know what was I mean? It? Like what the hell has happened? But like, I love this, like this little baby more than I could ever even grasp. Like I said, I was so out of it. I didn't even ask what the sex of the baby was. Like I was just so was like, oh my God. But I knew I was in love. Like I knew that. Like I felt just like a feeling that I never felt before. But Did it was you? trying to process it all was like... It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way to describe it. It was nuts. I mean, it seemed that that's that's amazing that you felt this like instantly. You felt this love because I imagine like a part of the bonding is you know through pregnancy knowing what's that you're growing this mm-hmm. baby and kind of like already establishing this bond with this baby. So that is so amazing that you instantly felt it, especially not being particularly maternal either yeah I you know I was really really blessed with that you know because I I didn't know what kind of mom I would be obviously and like I, everyone has said that it's just such a natural thing to me and it feels natural it feels like this is what I was meant to do just you could not have convinced me two months ago even that <laughs> this was something that was meant for me I would have told you that you were crazy like it just it was not I never thought it was in the plans I have a practical question about his landing mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's, did he come head first and then sort of just like plop in the loo and then just sort of like spin around? Yes. Like I can't. Yeah. Oh my God. Bless him. Like, yes. a, little, like a parachute landing. <laughs> yes. And then I actually like, I gave him a blood transfusion when this happened um, because of the way that he flipped and landed and stuff. So actually like they had some concerns about him at the hospital because that had happened and about um his soft spot on his head from where he had hit but neither of those things wound up being an issue um at all so that was a huge blessing amazing i mean he's perfectly healthy so good it does feel like the stars aligned in the most intense like and crazy way like you say that you hadn't gone to the festival yet that your dad was there that he landed in the loo but he didn't hit his head because babies are so fragile having just had one i am scared to even like put her too hard down in her cot like i'm so gentle with yeah. her and the idea that his welcome to the world is like a plop into the loo literally fine. splash landing yeah <laughs> it just feels miraculous like on so uh, do you I don't know. Do you have like a faith or anything? Does it feel like like this was something bigger? Oh, I think it was a God thing, a hundred percent. 
yeah. think it's definitely something bigger because it's not, you know, and, you know, with just all that lining up and then afterwards with all the blessings with things that have happened in my life and even my family's lives, it's like everyone that is around Atlas has been touched in some way. And so it's literally like, I mean, he's just a miracle for so many reasons. And I feel like there's no other way to say that it was anything but God. That's lovely. It just has to be. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was there, was there any part of you that had like mixed feelings, even just the fact that like you're completely unprepared? Um, I mean, I was a little scared. But, but was it, was there any part of you that was like, I can't do this? Actually, no, honestly. I mean, yeah, it was like a scary thought at first, but I just literally adapted the mindset from the moment that it happened. I was like, if, this, if something this insane can happen, then it's definitely meant to be. So we're just going to do it. And so that's what I did. God, it must have been crazy coming home, leaving the, I mean, I was coming home when I left the hospital with my baby to like the nursery and all the shit that I kind of knew that I would put her in. Mm -hmm. But what was that? I mean, were you just like, like, did you have to go via a shop? I know you said your friends had rallied and, and catered out the house and stuff, but did you know they were doing that? Or did you just, because that must have been overwhelming yeah I knew they were doing it I didn't know to what extent it was being done you know I thought I'd have you know some stuff which in the hospital I got a ton of gifts too I mean there was one side of the room that was just nothing oh. but gifts but then like what I came home to was even more I mean so much more like it was it was overwhelming how much stuff that it was and actually I was able to pay it forward and there was another girl who gave birth right after me that didn't have a lot of stuff and I had so much I was able to give her three full trash bags full of stuff for her baby and still have more oh. than I could ever ask for for oh. Atlas so that was pretty awesome because I wanted you know to be able to do something because of all the love that was shown to me that's so lovely oh, that's so nice yeah. Since sharing it on TikTok, have you found other people that have that this has happened to as well? Um, not really through TikTok. I it's I've had some stuff come across my for you page on there now that I've shared that. But actually, um, there's a girl that I work with who experienced this, but she made it till um 35 weeks before she found out. So she okay. found out just a little bit before giving birth. But um, she had a story that was really similar to mine. Um, she didn't show. She, you know, didn't have any any kind of symptoms. And she had just had a baby um, just right before this. I think her babies are like, I think maybe like 15 months apart or something like that. Wow. And she had made it to 35 weeks without knowing. So it was cool. And I didn't even know this about her. And I had known this wow. girl for a long time. Wow. And so it's cool finding, you know, finding that out. So no, I'm not. Not completely alone. You know, most people don't make it to, you know, give birth in a toilet like I did. But, you know, it does happen. <laughs> I mean, huge props to you. Like Emma always says, like she can't imagine how people do it. You know, single mums do it. And I'm really blessed that I have a village. Yeah, I mean, but not only are you a single mum, you are like, you are... You're like a surprise mum. Yeah. Like it's just... Yeah. It, it took me nine months to get my head around... I said to Al, we, we were talking about this the other day about how even the night before, because I had to be induced. So even the night before I went into the hospital, I was like, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm ready. I like all this stuff. And I was still, you know, I'd had nine months to get my head around it and I was still freaking out. And <laughs> you just sound so amazingly sure that this is just 
absolutely right. Yeah. And you just, you've like, you've had eight weeks to get your head around it and be, like you say, up all night, every night, feeding, keeping your son alive. I just mm. think you're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, I think being a chronic overthinker my whole life, I think not being given the opportunity to overthink this is really how I've just stepped into it. And it's just been so great for me. It's just changed my outlook on everything and all of the, you know, the stupid stuff that I sat around and like dwelled on. I don't dwell on that anymore because it's like I went through something so incredibly huge and life changing and just the blink of an eye that I'm just like, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. Yeah, I guess you don't have time. <laughs> no, I don't have time. That's a big thing too. <laughs> You're back at work now. Is that right? Yes, I am. Yeah. How was that? Was that difficult? Um, it was difficult leaving Atlas the first day that I had him in daycare. I'm not going to lie. I had to go pick him up early and bring him to work with me, which I'm lucky. I uh, work for a family that are close friends of mine. So, you know, they, they let me do that. And so, you know, I, I do catch myself during the day sitting around looking at pictures and stuff of him and thinking about how much I miss him because he's just everything to me. But, you know, I know that it's it's good for me to get back in a routine and it's good for him to have a routine. So I just try to, you know, stay yeah. stay as positive as I can about yeah. it. It's not the point of this interview at all, but I'm always so shocked by how terrible your maternity leave is in America yeah. versus the UK. Yeah, we only, I mean, I could have took more time, but I only took six weeks because, I mean, six weeks being unpaid, you know, that's a long time. It's long, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I don't, mm. I don't know how that, I don't know how anybody does it, th that, you know, yeah. here we get, I think it's nine months paid, it's, it's that, nine months statutory is normal, so like wow. a, a certain pay, yeah. yeah. It's so much better. Uh, yeah, it's nothing like that here. I had just gotten... Um, See, my mother passed away last June, and so I had actually sold her house last September. So that gave me extra money that prepared me for having that six weeks off, which is, you know, it's just crazy, like I said, how everything just kind of lined up. Because otherwise, you know, I just would have, you know, been six weeks with nothing. So, you know, it was good that I did have that to fall back on. But it is crazy in America what the maternity leave is like. You know, I didn't know that it was like that prior to you know, going on it all of a sudden, you know, I didn't know anything about it. Was, and yeah. was work understanding of what happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was kind of funny the way that I told them too, because I just text a picture one morning because <laughs> I had been, I had been out a lot because I was having, you know, so many, you know, pro health problems and stuff like that, yeah. trying to figure out what was going on with me. And then um, that next morning, I just sent them a picture of me and the baby. And I was like, well, and it was like six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, well, um, I figured out what was wrong with me. <gasps> oh, and I had oh, baby. <laughs> They must have died. Everybody's like, what? Like, they said they were all showing each other, like, have you seen this? Like, is this real? Like, what is she talking about? She's about to go to a music festival. And, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I didn't know any other way to really kind of, like, easily put something like that to people. So I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, just send everybody a picture and be like, here you go. Here's my baby. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love that. As far as pregnancy announcements go, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> it is literally, I cannot think of anything that would topple anybody's world more than this. How do you feel physically now? Because I found postpartum to be 
a complete head fuck. Like my body feels so different. Like I feel different. Like I feel all right, but you know, like just physically, it does feel like a shift in my body and everything. How do you feel? Do you feel physically fine? Well, like the same as before? I really feel great because I did have those months of not feeling good with no explanation and thinking that something was just like really terribly bad wrong with me. So I feel so good now that, I mean, there's been some weirdness. Like I had some bad restless legs and stuff like that for the first couple of weeks afterwards. And then all that's kind of eased up. And I really just, I guess, cause I felt so bad. I just really just, I I feel good. Yeah. And, and to like your body and its physicality, do you, has your stomach changed at all since there wasn't a baby in it to now? It's smaller now. Really? But that's it's about just... it. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, it was literally like I looked and like I mean, I'm I'm not like a super skinny girl, but I'm not super big either. But I had like ab muscles like a couple days after I had the baby. Like you could clearly see muscles in the top of my stomach. And I was like, dang, like I've never had those. Like, did I really just push that hard? <laughs> the most intense ab workout ever. <laughs> literally, I was like, where did these come from? Like, this is nuts. And like, I would we had to be moved to a, a NICU for one day and so like when I went to this different hospital and nobody really knew about my story or anything all these nurses are like you didn't just have a baby I'm like yeah he's here like what do you mean I didn't just have a baby you know people even still like when I'm out and I tell them the story they're like no you didn't and I'm like yeah I did Matt we are having very different postpartum (laughs) I don't have abs yet but I'm holding tight (laughs) it's just amazing like I just your body must like you just got a super body like to do that in secret it's the coolest thing ever yeah I mean it's it's really awesome like I said I think it was the way that was meant for me and it's definitely not traditional at all and it's really crazy but I mean there's no other way to explain you know how everything could have just worked out the way that it did other than it just had to be meant to be I'd say you see like yeah a little miracle Mm. yeah if it feels like that it really does that everything worked out how it was supposed to be and I'm really happy for you. Really happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been the best thing to ever happen. You know, something that could have just been so, you know, just traumatizing. And I could have really made it into something a lot less beautiful, I feel like, than what I have. You know, thinking, oh, my God, why did this happen to me or anything like that? And, you know, I don't think about it like that. I think about it like this was meant for me. A hundred percent. I just, yeah, I think so many people i mean but because it is the most chaotic thing i can think of (laughs) i don't think there are many people that would be able to take it in their stride like you have like Mm -hmm. i just i think you're you're remarkable it's amazing that you have been able to view it like that because it's it's just it's just amazing like it's just so much to get your head around Mm -hmm. and oddly enough since we've said that we were talking to you i've been telling my friends and stuff because i mean my best friend is so excited to listen to this interview she wanted to come (laughs) and listen to us recording it um (laughs) but but so many people since i've spoken about this about saying that we're doing it have said oh they know someone that it's happened to as well and I thought Mm -hmm. it was this crazy rare thing but I don't think it is I mean I think it does happen the statistics on are like one in every 2500 is what I've read but most of them don't make it all the way to birth like I did you know most people find out 
you know, within like a month or two of giving birth. Right. I mean, that is, that's not that rare. Like one in 2005, no. it is very rare, but it's also like, it's just nuts. Yeah. It's just nuts. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. And how your body, like, I'm just still baffled, like how your body simultaneously didn't think it was pregnant, but at the same time grew this perfect baby. So obviously you know, knew it was pregnant. It's amazing. And hid it. And hid, hid it so well, <laughs> still had the period. Like, it's just like, crazy. There's nothing I could hide on my person. I've been looking around the room thinking like, if I put like, <laughs> if you tried, I couldn't hide a water bottle under my top. You'd see it. <laughs> <laughs> how a whole baby hid. I mean, it still blows my mind too, like thinking back on it. Cause like, I mean, I literally just didn't look enough different to ever think pregnancy. Like I said, I thought bloated. Like I had, you know, been eating too much candy or something, but like definitely not a pregnancy belly, especially not going through it with my friends mm. and watching their pregnancy bellies and me not having anything like that. And what's really crazy is August, the month that I took that pregnancy test that was negative. That's when my birthday's in August. And one of the girls that I went through this pregnancy with, or what I didn't know at the time, she walked up at my birthday party and I took one look at her and I was like, bitch, you're pregnant. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not telling anybody yet, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and thinking back on this now, how was I able to tell on other people and not on myself? You know, like, it's just wild. It's so funny as well to think, and, and rightly so, but like so many of us when we're pregnant are very obviously precious with our bodies, with everything. Like I had so many scans. I was so yeah. careful, you know, just because that's kind of what you do when you know but it's amazing that you went through the whole thing without knowing but with with able to have this perfectly amazing healthy baby without any of the anxiety without any of the information mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's so it's just so I, I I'm gonna say like I can't stop saying how cool this is like it's just amazing <laughs> thank you so much I mean it's it's day like I mean I just don't even have the words to describe it like you know it's I don't know. I've just never felt feelings of joy like I feel now in everything. Like, and like, I've just learned to really appreciate life so much more because I did have this unique experience that it was really just changed my whole life. Well, thank you so much for sharing it with us. Honestly, it's an extraordinary story and it's just, uh, yeah, we keep saying it's so cool, but it is. And I'm just so happy for you. And it seems like this was just it does seem like this was just something that was meant to be and this was how it was meant to be and yeah I'm just chuffed for you really pleased thank you I definitely agree I think that it was definitely meant for me What what a little miracle should I delete that is part of the ACAST creator network Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.